Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silver, and today's guest is Danny Max. Danny Max has become an influential figure to many young adults because of her personal transformation at an early age. Her workshops, memberships, speaking events, products, and coaching programs are all designed to help other young people with their happiness, confidence, self esteem, and identity. Danny hopes to continue changing lives one person at a time about coming out happy. Coming out happy is an 18 plus online community where you can truly be yourself without judgment or fear. We offer weekly Zoom events, teaching, passion, personal development, or fun activities, and chats to give people the space to make friends, feel confident, and find the community they deserve. All are welcome. I am so excited about today's episode. My next guest is going to talk about self-betrayal when you deny your own truth of who you are because of fear that you'll lose the love or respect of those important to you or somehow you're doing something bad or wrong by being honest about yourself or going against your religious beliefs by being honest about your truth and your sexuality. I'm talking about feeling safe enough to tell those you love that you're gay. What's that experience like? I'm honored to say that you're going to be hearing from someone who's done it and is now helping lots of others do the same. Meet my daughter, Danny. Okay, everybody. You know how I just love every guest we bring on. Today is a little bit different, and today's different because you've heard me talk about my kids, but you haven't met any of them. I am so excited because we have my oldest Danny with us. Welcome, Danny. Thanks, Mom, for having me. Oh, I just can't even believe how what a gift this is that I get to have a podcast episode and interview you. I mean, does oh. it get better than that? So, <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about. And of course, the show is from betrayal to breakthrough. So everybody who's tuning in is healing from some kind of betrayal from a family member, partner, friend, self, coworker. I mean, it's endless, right? We could, it could be even the bigger betrayals. We could feel betrayed by God if we're religious, right? And, and we could feel betrayed by um, a coach, a mentor. There are so many different types of betrayals. And you actually were around when, first of all, my own betrayal, and you were definitely a part of that. You were also around when you saw that I was like, that's it, I'm doing something with this. And for everybody, just so you know, um, maybe not how everybody would choose to respond to betrayal, but one of the first things I did, and Danny will remember, I enrolled in a PhD program. And she was definitely one of those ones who were like, are you crazy? Um, but it led to something really, really good. And, and, you know, in, and this podcast is one of the things that we have to show for it. But Danny went through her own betrayal herself, and it was a self-betrayal. So can you talk a little bit about it? Yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, I hated who I was growing up. I hated absolutely everything that made me who I was. And one of the biggest things that I struggled with was my sexuality. And I knew since an early age that I was a little bit different than every, everybody else. And um, I knew I liked girls, but I suppressed that for a very, very long time. And I remember actually coming up to you when I was <laughs> five, ten, ten I don't, I'm not even sure what the number was, but I remember coming out to you and asking you, like, I, I think I said, like, I think I like girls. And you asked me, do you want to, would you rather kiss a prince or a princess? And that's when I took a step back and I was like, wait, 
maybe let me just follow along with everybody else and maybe Prince is the right answer. So once I heard that, and of course it's nobody's fault here, I want to say that, but being questioned made me question myself and what I really felt was right. So from then on, I started hiding who I was up until I was 17 years old. And that was the first time I allowed myself to explore anything in my own sexuality for years. I just, I just dated guys and I thought that was normal and I just, I didn't like it, but I did it because I thought that was the right thing to do. And I want to stop you right there because there are so many parents listening, watching that really, because I know with me, I had no idea, no idea. And it was a way of me questioning just to, just to find out and, and by asking you. And I, I want every parent to know it's in those questions that we don't even think there's really anything going on. But Danny, even at such a young age, there was so much going on. And I think one of the biggest things she was worried about was, uh-oh, is there a wrong answer here? And what happens if I say that wrong answer? And what's at risk when I say that wrong answer? And I remember, I mean, thinking it was just the most simple question and, and kind of fluffed it off, not having any clue what was on the receiving end of that. And I remember, you know, and you, you dated guys and I, I didn't know, but I remember you were angry. Yeah. You were angry a lot. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I was angry because I couldn't be who I was. I, I would rather, I would have rather at that point stay angry and be liked for something that I wasn't than actually be true and maybe risk losing friends, losing family. So for years, I just thought it was better to pretend and, and that was it. So it led up to so much guilt in myself and so much hatred towards everybody, friends, family, myself. I hurt myself for so many years. I gained so much weight when I was in the closet when I when I didn't feel authentic at all and now it's something I preach about constantly because when you align with who you are every single thing changes for you and now I'm out and proud and everything's different and we'll get to to definitely what it led to but yeah. you know and I, and I remember I remember this and, and parents I want you to really pay attention Danny would come home and like you know race into her room and slam the door and a couple of things were going on on my end. Number one, of course, you want to help your, your child. You have no idea what's going on. And you don't know if they're not communicating what really is going on. So then you, you could also take it personally. I know I did. I'm like, did I do something? Did I? What's at the root of all this? And then out of sheer frustration, you, you don't even know what to grasp and what to, what to ask. I, I would never in my, you know, in my imaginings, Think of asking, is this because you're gay? Like, I, it just wasn't in my awareness. So it was a really rocky road. And I, and I remember, um, you know, and I remember you, 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 that's when you were putting on weight. And at the time, this was even worse because I was a health expert. So now from a mom perspective, the last thing you want to do is give nutrition <laughs> advice to your kid who wants nothing to do with it. So we were battling a little bit. Yeah. And again, having no idea. And, and it's, it's that risk. I guess you were just so worried about that risk. And, and you really held that for a long time. Yeah. What changed? What was it that where you finally were like, you know what, that's it. I, 
it's probably a combination of a lot of things. Like once, once I was just so sick of feeling like I was worthless and sick of feeling like I didn't deserve to be happy. Um, I, I came out because I actually met somebody who was open about their sexuality in high school. And I think that's really what changed for me. I didn't really have enough representation in my life. I mean, nobody I knew was out um, up until that one person. And it gave me the confidence once I started to be friends with them. And that led me to a whole bunch of other things that, but finding somebody to relate to was really important in that. But um, I just, I wanted to be happy. And I felt like I was just holding in the biggest secret of my life. And regardless of like what I was going to risk, my happiness was more important at the, at the time. And it's been great ever since. So that was really what changed. And can you imagine for everybody listening and watching the fear of I'm so unhappy and I have this big secret that I want to share and thinking, but if I do, the very people who I'm counting on will abandon me, will not appreciate me, will whatever. But it, that fear was huge, but the unhappiness was bigger. And so what did you do next? What was the, who was the first person you told? Tell us that story. And then let's talk about the ripple effect. You know, I, I was, I was talking and I don't even know if you know this, but there were like a couple people I was talking to like on the internet that that was the first place that I confessed it to. But after that phase of my life, I confessed it to that girl who opened me up to what it's like to be out. But the first family member I told was my brother, Dylan, on the way driving <laughs> to tennis. And I was like, Dylan, I have something to tell you. I think I like guys and girls. And he was like, what? <laughs> he was confused just as much as I was. But I was testing the waters to see like how our family would react. Um, but it was so interesting coming out to you and dad. That's that's a, that's a lot. And, and, and you know what? And just so everybody knows, Danny and Dylan are, they're 16 months apart and then there's three years and then Cameron and Nicole are 19 months apart. So it's a, it's like different teams, you know? And I guess she felt like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to speak to my other teammate right here and yeah. see, and they're all close, but then, okay. So you tested the waters with Dylan and he gave you kind of a typical brother response. You know, he's, he's not really communicative. So he, he expressed <laughs> himself in the way that he could. And then I guess th then the next step was, okay, mom and dad. Yeah. Tell us that, that was a hard one. So, um, I was driving with dad to the tennis awards for Dylan and we were playing 21 questions. Cause I was like, he, I just knew I had to keep coming out with it just snowball it just everybody at the same time so we were playing 21 questions he was just like do you have a boyfriend and I was like no he was like do you have a girlfriend he was just obviously joking and I was like and then I started crying and I couldn't <laughs> help it I was like dad I have something to tell you I'm gay and that the wording of telling Dylan that I was bi to me just telling dad that I was gay was a really big deal for me too, because I wasn't exactly sure of who I was when I was telling Dylan. But once I actually said the words out loud that I wasn't straight, it helped me feel more comfortable in owning the identity and my labels have changed. And that's totally okay for anyone watching, like to change your labels over time. Um, 
but that was that was what I felt and I had to tell him and he was just like I love you no matter what you know don't don't worry about it but then he made me go tell you and that was freaking hard <laughs> that was really hard um and then I went back and told you because that's what he made me do we drove right back and he and and I was staring at the front and I was like is she gonna be disappointed in me and I was crying I couldn't stop that again and you're just like that's we love you you don't have to worry but it was it's a fear it's always a fear in the back of everybody's head because it's, it, it was at the time looked at like it was weird to be gay or it was it was just gross or all these words that that didn't feel like what it is it's just love so it was just like it was hard it was hard to come out to my parents because i was like are they gonna see it the same way like do they see it the same way i do i just wanted love and what's so interesting, and I remember that, you know, you, these mom moments, you just never forget those. And it was, it was interesting because you were so afraid of telling your other siblings. And I remember it took like a full year. And you could share your perspective, but yeah. what I'll never forget was them both bursting into tears. Why? Because I, and I, at first I was like, oh, no. And they were so upset because they wanted to have supported you during that time. Yeah. They just, I was afraid that they were too young or they weren't ready or any of that stuff. But also at the same time, like I knew from an early age who I was, there was no denying that. And I could have told them earlier, they, they would have loved me the same way. So it was, it was my fault to wait, but I'm glad that I did it regardless at whatever time. And I even told my grandparents the same day too. That was, that was interesting because not a lot of grandparents accept uh, their grandkids in that way. So I was, I was fortunate enough to have that and to have an accepting family. It was really, I'm really grateful to have that. And, and, you know, what's so interesting is physically you started losing weight. Like it just started falling off of you. Yeah. Why do you think that was? Um, I think it was just because I started to feel more confident when I, when I saw that I was being honest with who I was and I was speaking my truth and I was doing things that made me happy. Every single thing changed from my weight to my actions to the people that I was surrounding myself with, I dropped so many toxic people in my life and everything from there started changing. I was also in college and being states away from my family, it was also super hard too, but I was focusing on myself and self-love was the only thing that changed every single thing. I was taking care of myself and that's what changed it all. And you know, so of course, Danny can't live in our house without the idea of personal development and spirituality and all these things. What did you do? Like, what were some things that really worked for you? Because everybody has their own recipe. What yeah. was yours? Um, a lot of it was the podcast that I started listening to. I started meditating. Um, I started I started just working out. I started just focusing every day on on what I envisioned, the life that I wanted to be, the person that I wanted to be. Um, it was a lot of personal development work, you know, in whatever way it was, whether it was journaling, meditating, podcast, um, every single thing I tried to incorporate it into my life heavily every single day. And because I was switching all of my negative thoughts about myself to just more positive stuff, every single thing started to switch just because of that. And what did you tell us the difference between as you did things 
how did you notice a change in how you felt and how you looked and how you lived? Like as you were changing, what was changing with you? Yeah. So just an instance is just whenever I used to look at myself in the mirror, I like would barely look at myself and I'd be like, ah, whatever. But I saw something new in myself whenever I looked in the mirror, when I was doing something I was really proud of, like any day. And I was like, you're awesome. I love you. And every single thing like started to change. So, um, in, in every way. Yeah. And you know, I know Louise Hay was always big on mirror work and that's yeah. a big thing. And a lot of people cannot even look at themselves in the mirror and to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. And here's what's so important. I want everybody to know as a parent, of course you want your child to know that they're loved, whatever. And you could say it a hundred bazillion times and it doesn't matter. It, yeah. it's, it's until and unless that child is ready and willing to take that on themselves. It's just, it's, it's just such a, it's such a personal journey, but earned. And, and the work you did had you earn it. And you noticed a difference in who you were spending time with and how you felt and how you looked. And then what did it lead to? Tell us like the first step, what it led to, and then what it led to, what it led to keep us, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, just even from like the first time, like cutting off anything toxic, like I started making um, music, which I was always really passionate about, but I never really had the confidence to go and do it. And I started working really hard on that. And, that was and hang on, proud mom moment here. Everybody, <laughs> Danny has songs on iTunes. They're so fun and so good. Yeah. So yeah, and I want to talk about where they could find that, but like, yeah, mom moment here. Okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> but it was really fun to do that. And I was writing the things that I had been through. Uh, I wrote a song called Pride, which is about embracing yourself and loving who you are, regardless of your sexuality or gender. And it was just, it was amazing to do that. And then I started, you know, losing weight and feeling more confident. And I started dating again. And it felt great to go for people who aligned with what I was working towards. And I started becoming a life coach. That was actually one of my greatest accomplishments. I worked so hard to be able to help people who are under 25 figure out who they are, what they want. And I helped them do the same thing that I went through. You know, everybody struggles at a certain point and I wanted to be that person that could lift them up. I wanted to be the person that they could go to for anything. So I started life coaching for a really long time and then it led to me writing a book called coming out happy. <laughs> and that's but the, the, the other, um, the subtitle is just the greatest subtitle ever. <laughs> yeah, the book is coming out happy. Life doesn't have to suck. <laughs> just, yeah, it's, it's true. Cause I mean, a lot of, a lot of young people are, I mean, everybody goes through their own stuff, but I wanted to give hope to everybody just to say, it doesn't have to be this way. If you don't want it to go find out what makes you happy, go be with people who make you happy, love who you want, be who you want. You deserve it. So that was what that book totally encompasses. And I tell a little bit about my story and then it leads to how anybody can do it too. And it's, it's amazing to be able to share it with people. And it's not the kind of thing, you know, unfortunately, Danny knows a lot of people and, and in her community and she'll talk more about that. But you happen to see and know of a lot of stories where there is an acceptance and there's a lot of trauma and a lot of drama. Can you share some stuff? No names, but just what you see. Yeah. I mean, just just a general thing. A lot of people who identify as LGBTQ plus don't have accepting family or they don't have accepting friends. 
they don't have anybody around them to understand them and to give them the love and support that they deserve. And so it led me to create something beautiful. So just examples is people getting kicked out of their house or people not fitting in at their school or something like there's just a million different ways that people that I've seen not, not be accepted in the way that they deserve. And then what happens? So someone actually just like they, they come out to their family and then the family just says, Oh, then no, 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 we just can't have that. You can't live here. Like what yeah. goes on? Yeah. That's, that's what I see every day. Every single day people get kicked out of their house just for being who they are. Sometimes it's because of religious beliefs. Sometimes it's just because of whatever they were taught as, as a kid who yeah. were parents, but it's, the saddest thing to see that, but I don't want these people giving up on who they are because of that. Yeah. And, and so what do they make of that? Do they, do they, I would imagine they would think there's got to be something wrong with me. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm not lovable. I'm not whatever. Like what are they, what are they taking from that? I mean, I'm sure because I haven't experienced it myself, like do, these are just things that I've seen, like they would just feel like, is this wrong? When, when you hear that, especially a lot of the religious stuff that, that happens all the time, it's just, it's wrong. It's a sin. You shouldn't be doing that. You're going to hell. When you hear these things all the time, you, you become afraid and, and maybe you back up and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be like this. Maybe I should stop and maybe I should just do what they say. There's just a million different things when you're fed that you start to believe if you keep listening and believing it. So it's, it's, it's really sad to watch. You know, and, and that brings up something else too, because I know you've mentioned this where I guess people who don't understand think, well, it's just a choice. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of comebacks that everybody can say. Um, the whole thing is that of course it's a choice to actually act upon anything just as somebody who's straight would act upon being with the opposite gender. Um, how you feel inside is not a choice. That's 100%. I've known who I was since I was a kid, just as you have, just as everybody else has. Um, everybody figures out who they are and nobody chooses to love who they want. It just happens. And that's just the truth. Um, you know, and I, I'll never forget you explaining it to me because I'm always, you, you know, I'm always curious and I want to get the languaging down and I want to make sure I say things in the right way. And it's total education, everybody. Um, <laughs> but, but I remember you saying, and it made such an impression on me because you said, why would I choose this? It's harder. It's actually yeah. much harder. So, and I realized that it's like, yeah, it's true. It's a, all things considered, it's a tougher road. So why someone would intentionally choose a tougher road, you have to realize it's, it's not a choice. And I love that you said that whether yeah. you choose to act on it, it's one thing, but the choice of who you are is something else. And, you know, I remember speaking once and a woman came up to me afterwards and I think I was just talking about acceptance or whatever I was talking about. And she said, you know, just recently I made a choice. I could have celebrated my 25th wedding anniversary. I think I told you this story. My 25th wedding anniversary, anniversary or tell my husband I'm gay. Yeah. And she decided to tell her husband that she was gay. And from that moment on, started a new life. And so people live with this for a yeah. lifetime. Yeah. It's accepting yourself at any point. It's going to happen. Something that we're actually working on right now is we're seeing that people do wait 
a really long time, but it's never too late to be who you are. And that's something to be proud of. Acting upon anything, being who you are, loving who you want, that should, that should be forever. That should start whenever you're ready. We all, we all deserve to be who we are, regardless of what age that starts at. Yeah. So tell us what it led to. What it led to. <laughs> so um, I, along with ready my ready for another proud mom moment, everybody. <laughs> I can't help it. Go ahead. <laughs> my girlfriend's over here. Um, <laughs> along with my girlfriend, I started a, an online community called Coming Out Happy. And it's an online membership where we have over 200 members right now. It's 18 and up. We have people in their 20s, 30s, 40s. People are just getting to that's that's my grand dog by the way so you could you could bring her over if she uh yeah um sure go bring her over since she's trying to park right now this is max (laughs) and that's and that's keely hi guys (laughs) she's my girlfriend um we started an online membership for people who are are just trying to be who they are they want to feel accepted and loved and many people are just coming out or they've came out 10 years ago and they're ready to just embrace who they are. They want to feel like they have a community around them to support them. And people have come out just by being a part of our community. They're just gaining confidence. They're, they're getting the self-esteem that they deserve because they have people around them to support them. And what we do is we host zoom calls all, all week long, just getting them comfortable with being okay with who they are and also meeting other people just like them. So they know they're not alone. So they know they're not different. It's a place where we never ask who you are, who, how you identify. It's cool whoever you are, and it's a place to belong. And something that we're seeing now is that people, people under 18 are also struggling with who they are. I know I was, but people over 18 need support too. They need a place to belong. Any age needs a group of people who love them. And we're trying to provide that family to them. And it's just, it's a beautiful place to be. And you know, what's so amazing. And, and I love, I love the community and all you're doing. And it's interesting because, you know, as a mom, you, you, you watch your children and you, you see how motivated or inspired they are to do certain things. And Danny was the type where as a life coach, I mean, she was spot on. She was just great with her community. And when she was trying to, let's say, just work in business in a job that it was like a job. You know, it wasn't really anything that was inspiring or it wasn't lighting her up. It was such a different energy. And now because, you know, I guess it's because it's, it's who you are and what you're really meant to do. It's yeah. driving you. You don't have to become motivated to create this community. You're so inspired by all the people in it. And I know you shared something recently, how the members are getting together on their own. Yeah. Yeah. There are Tell people- us about that. Yeah, there are people all over. So we're worldwide, but right now just a bunch of people have met up in the U.S. They've driven to different states. They've hung out at each other's houses. People are going out of their way to support the people who they've found through our community. Literally, they post pictures to our private Facebook group of the people that they met. They're taking pictures. They're going and having lunch together. It's so beautiful to see that people are feeling great about who they are and finding their best friends within it too. You know, like it's half about loving yourself in the community, but it's also about finding people who just get you and you're able to hold on to those people forever. And that's the coolest thing. You know, and it really is. It's your understanding. Everyone's understanding each other in a way that 
if you're if you haven't been there you, you don't understand and i say that with the betrayal community all the time if you haven't been betrayed you just don't get it it's like we're in a club we never wanted to be in and i imagine in the lgbtq community yeah. it's the same thing if you're not there you don't under, you just don't understand the struggles and what it feels like to wonder if you're going to be accepted or not be accepted by the very people you love the most mm -hmm. so it, let's imagine someone's watching listening to this and they're really struggling with this maybe they have a child maybe themselves well, maybe it's just someone they love is struggling in some way to come out to just, or let's say they, they're like, I know they're gay, but they're just keeping it to themselves because they're so worried. Yeah. What do you, what do you suggest they do? Um, so I'd, I'd say for anybody who's struggling, like we can't, we can't ever assume that somebody is gay because they may not be. Um, but if somebody, if somebody knows who they are and they're afraid to be who they are, or they know somebody is afraid to be who they are, the thing that I would, just from somebody outside who's not, who's maybe trying to be a friend or a parent or anything, is to remind that person that you'll be there regardless of who they are. And to constantly remind them of that. However, however you are, whoever you are, I love you. I'm not going anywhere. I think the biggest thing that people worry about when they do come out is that they're going to lose people. So reassuring people in that you're not going to do that is super important. But if somebody is struggling with their sexuality, who's listening to this or struggling with their gender, just know that you deserve to be happy. You deserve to find who you are and love who you are. You deserve to be with who you are and so much more. And you have a community out there who's, who's ready to love you and accept you for everything that you are, regardless of those two things. Like You're so much more of a person than that. And in Coming Unhappy, we don't focus on that. We focus on you as a person. So it's like, yeah. there's so much more and you don't have to be afraid. You know, every situation is different. And I always say safety is number one. If you're not safe to come out, maybe that's not the right time. But you deserve to be who you are when the time is right. That's it. I mean, worst case scenario, you're letting people know that they're loved regardless. I don't yeah. think that that could ever fail. Yeah. Danny. I mean, seriously, besides just being my child who I love and adore with every cell of my being, you, you just shed so much light on such an amazing topic. Where do we go to learn more about you and coming out happy and the community? Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to Instagram, um, it's at coming out happy. You can find us doing a bunch of great stuff on there. Um, my website is dannymaxcoaching.com. I don't know if you like can put it in notes or anything mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's just a bunch of great stuff, whether you need life coaching, whether you need the community, or whether you just need the book. <laughs> whether you just need the book coming out happy, we're, we're just trying to help people in any way we can. And we're hoping to do events in the future and future meetups whenever this virus is over. You know, there's, there's so much to come, but uh, we love it. And there's, there's also virtual events that we have, not even within the community, but just open to anybody. So all that stuff is usually posted on our Instagram. So at coming out happy, you'll be able to find it all there. Oh, that's so great. All right. Okay. Well, here you have it. Thank you so much for just really shedding light on an important topic. Oh, I just couldn't be more proud. I just love you to pieces. Love you, mom. Right, everybody. Thank <laughs> you so much. Bye-bye. 
Whether you yourself are struggling with your sexuality or you sense someone you love is, I hope you got lots out of this episode. Stay in touch with Danny by going to dannymaxcoaching.com and we'll have all of her information in the show notes at thepbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. It's never too late to be who you are. What aspect of yourself are you denying out of fear? Are you meant to do something different? Speak up, try something new, travel a different path? What needs to be expressed that you've been denying yourself for any number of reasons? It's time to let it out because as one of my favorite mentors, Dr. Wayne Dyer said, don't die with your music still inside of you. It's time to express yourself and see just how fabulous, creative, and lovable you are. Keeping these powerful emotions in can't help but lead to symptoms showing themselves physically, mentally, and emotionally. So start by taking the post-betrayal syndrome quiz to see what may be lingering for you so you know what needs your attention. You can find that at thepbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. And have you checked out the PBT Institute membership community? Imagine everything you'd ever need to become your physical, mental, emotional best. Community, support, certified coaches and practitioners you could schedule time with, daily classes on all kinds of interesting topics, curated experts teaching advanced strategies in the areas of health, mindset, spirituality, personal development. Imagine the most friendly, welcoming, and supportive place to become your best, all online. Nothing like this exists, and I'm so excited to welcome you. Go to thepbtinstitute.com forward slash join to learn more. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time, and here's to your breakthrough.